catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, everybody, and Happy New Year. Paul Fontaine alongside Ryan Frederick with the first episode of In the Clinch MMA podcast on the Fight Game Media Network for 2023. Uh, Ryan, y'all recovered from New Year's Eve? Uh, I had a very (laughs) uneventful New Year's Eve. I worked my, I guess we can call it my shoot job for 15 hours, got home, got home just before 10 p.m., left and got home just before 10 p.m. and was asleep before midnight central time, so... Yeah, I, I we had a pretty um pretty mild night here too. We watched uh watched like three episodes of Better Call Saul and then we're going back and forth between the different New Year's Eve shows. My wife packed in around eleven and I didn't even bother watching midnight. I just I can't even remember what I was well, I was watching a hockey game um that yeah, I taped I, earlier in the night. So. I came I came home, I took I took an edible uh, and a few sleep sleeping pills and I had just a great night of sleep. Great night of sleep. I'm too old to party. Yeah, know. yeah. No, I I can't do it anymore. I haven't partied in a long time, but yeah, I usually stay up and watch stuff and uh, my wife sometimes she makes it till midnight, but not this week, not this year. So, but uh yeah, the New Year's Eve stuff was good and uh I did watch a little bit of the Bellator show. Uh not the whole thing. I, I assume did. from our comments that you did watch. I, I, I saw. Yeah. I watched the first the, two the, fights. The, the Ryzen, the, yeah, just the, the Bellator Ryzen. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Ryzen part. Yeah. Like it's funny. Cause I, 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 I had time in the morning and I thought for some reason that it was on in the morning. Um, and then it turns out, I guess it started like they were showing it live our time or I don't know if it was live, but tape delayed. Maybe it was, it aired at like 11 o'clock in the morning um oh, on youtube Canada. oh yeah Canada? yeah yeah and so but i by i so i tuned in like i checked it at 10 and it, and it was starting in an hour and it's like oh well i don't want to watch it at 11 i was gonna watch bowl games and stuff so i ended up watching it like the next day and yeah. i watched i watched the first two fights and yeah you had told me that it wasn't really worth <laughs> watching the rest of it so um i liked the first two fights they were good the the entrances were real good um 
as uh, as you said, it was like the best thing on the show probably was the entrances. Um, yeah, but, f- felt like an old pride show with with yeah. entrances, but but uh, you know, five five fights, five decisions, five and over Bellator, like I figured. It yeah, would yeah. They they almost got a finish in the first fight, um, like the in the first round of the first fight, the Godzi Rabadanov. Like he had he had Koji Takata in real trouble, and then just kind of let off. And um, and I don't know about the split decision in the second fight was seemed like a bit of a gift for Sochul Kim. I don't even like how did the scoring work on this? Was was it whole fights or were they doing it by rounds? Uh, like they were doing the rising scoring system, which I don't watch many rising shows, but I think it's like they do it based on the whole fight. And it's like, yeah, that's 50%, what I thought. 50% something like they do it on like a tier, like 50%, oh. 30%, 20%. So that's but where John McCarthy was given round scores, which made it yeah. confusing. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know how they do, how they do it over there. I don't, you know? I don't think they do round scores because they never no, have I think they, scores. I think they do that 50, 30, 20, thing for what i read on twitter and okay. uh which i mean makes sense because because you see a lot of draws of, yeah over there so so it's possible that the you know the maybe it, under american scoring uh or north american scoring the that one archuleta fight was would have been should have been a united decision but maybe you know he was going for submissions and stuff and you know i maybe you know they just judged that you know and he had positional control a few times so may, maybe that's why one judge gave him the fight but, yeah um, and I like more, more, some of his analogies were, you know, pretty, pretty funny, but, um, yeah, the, I, the uh, okay. The, uh, the, the, the judging criteria in Ryzen, they went by the Ryzen rules and Ryzen judging criteria. It's a uh, 50% damage, 30% aggressiveness, 20% generalship. Oh, okay. That's how they score it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So damage obviously being the biggest part, but yeah. Um, so yeah, the uh, obviously all the Bellator fighters won uh, all decisions as you mentioned. So Godzi Rabadanov beat Koji Takata. I thought it was a good fight. You know, as Rabadanov had uh, Khabib in his corner, and uh, he uh, he looks like a, like a real prospect at uh, 155. Uh, Juan Archuleta uh, beat Solchul Kim by split decision. Um, you know, he pretty much controlled the whole fight. Solchul Kim had a couple submission attempts. Um, maybe won the second round, I thought, but I, I thought what Archuleta did enough to win the first and the third. But then again, like I, I didn't even know how the scoring was working, but just felt like Archuleta won the fight. And then I didn't see the the last three, so I don't know yeah. anything Hor- you want to mention. Horiguchi, uh, Kyoji Horiguchi beat Hiroshi, uh, however you say it, Ogi Kubo. That, that was a pretty clear Horiguchi win. Uh, Patricio Pitbull, unanimous decision over Clayberger. Uh, Koiki, uh, that was a boring fight. Like, like as exciting as a of a fighter that Pitbull's been in the past. Between the last AJ McKee fight and this fight, it's he's completely gone to, I guess uh, you could call it do do whatever it takes just to hold on to the belt, kind of yeah. kind of thing, kind of thing, kind of thing. He's been really, he's been a really dis- you know for an exciting fighter fighter he's been really disappointing the last two fights and then aj mckee uh unanimous decision of roberto de souza wasn't much of a fight either mckee just kind of just dominated that fight so so if you're looking for exciting stuff the entrances were exciting uh mckee's was really good he came out like full soldier you know with the full yeah. full get up full samurai soldier but the fights themselves i mean the opening fight like you said was probably the most exciting fight on the on that part 
Um, I heard uh, one person that I don't know how much MMA he watches commented that he thought Souza won that fight. So, but I don't like. I obviously had no opinion because I didn't see it, but I didn't know if it I was close. McKee won, just but I scored it on overall because yeah. Yeah, the scoring system I'm not used to. Right. Yeah. And and yeah. So, I mean, it's and again, like I can't imagine. Well, you never know. Like, actually, the way he was talking, it's possible he watches more Ryzen than anything else. So perhaps he was coming at it from that perspective because, yeah, he like because I didn't even realize the fights were taking place in a ring. Like, that's how long it's been since I watched Ryzen. Um, I, I know I've watched it before, but it's it's been a while um probably like their first few shows you know um and and you know and i watched i used to watch all the dream shows and pride is kind of before my time so um and this is kind of like the natural extension of all that um i guess one kind of is similar to they, they... rising is a natural extension because it's saki abara true, you know, true yeah you know, so. yeah and and they do the gimmicks like you know, booking fighters and not telling them who their opponents are going to be and stuff like that, um, which is which is funny. But uh, yeah, Bellator wins all five. Uh, Scott Coker after the show said uh, that he thinks that his roster is as strong as it's ever been, and uh, I mean, I I don't believe that's true. Um, and even if it was, it doesn't matter um, because nobody cares about Bellator. Um, I don't <laughs> No, And, and unfortunately, like, you know, there's, you've, you've said it so many times, it's not even barely worth repeating, but there's no market for a secondary promotion. I saw one high profile, um, you know, Twitter personality saying that, um, Paramount should sell Bellator, but keep Coker in charge and, you know, give it. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, it, it, there's no market for secondary MMA in North America or anywhere else for that matter. Uh, yeah, and I saw people so – I saw somebody, and I got involved in the in this one debating that, that you know, less – that MMA media sites should uh, spend less time covering UFC and more time more time covering these other promotions. And I go – and I go, like, I like that's a recipe for, for uh, having an unsuccessful business venture right there. Business yeah. venture right there because I mean, I mean there's there's let's just say say there's a quarter of a million hardcore MMA fans who will watch UFC, Bellator, PFL, whatever. Say that number's two hundred fifty thousand, fifty thousand. Those people watch MMA. Every to everybody else, to everybody else, MMA is the UFC, just like football is the NFL, baseball is the ML, MLB, like these people aren't watching CFL, XFL, minor league baseball, right? Big, big three league, you know, nobody's watching that stuff. Yeah, no, you're 100% correct. So, uh, but you know, it was nice that we had it for, um, the, uh, you know, for the, for this weekend, cause there wasn't no UFC, you know, we're in, we're in kind of their off season right now. And, uh, yeah, so it was, uh, you know, I've seen worse, uh, not a ton worse, but, um, so yeah, that was the Bellator Ryzen show. Um, our next yeah. uh, so, uh, real quick, real quick, a couple yeah. of notable uh, stuff from the uh, Ryzen part. Uh, John Dotson debuted and won by first round knockout over a day of Takoro. Uh, Johnny Case, former USC fighter, won by TKO. TKO. Junior Taffa, uh, Justin Taffa of the UFC, his his heavyweight brother, he won uh, his Ryzen debut. First round TKO and Rogerio Bontarine, former UFC fighter, he lost his uh, debut. He was knocked out with a knee in the second round. 
did you mention uh johnny case yes as well okay yeah sorry I, um and uh yeah yeah no it uh, yeah i'm looking at the results right now interesting um dodson i think will do really well over there yeah. um his he's got a good style for that yeah, yeah he's that he openly was talking about during the week being happy to be able to do soccer kicks yeah 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 that was the first thing i noticed which, in the first fight yeah. you know like with the rules which for which for a guy that small like you know having being able to have that extra advantage being that small yeah that's a good thing for him absolutely all right uh so let us do we this is going to be the meat of our show i think for this week um the um and and we're probably going to have a shorter show just because you know it's just that one one show going on there's nothing coming up but uh, we got a few things planned to uh to to keep give you guys some content uh and we're going to do our uh, in the clinch awards um i know we've done these the last couple of years uh maybe this might yeah this be the third year and uh, i don't have a record of our previous awards but so um i suppose neither, i could neither do i so. yeah i suppose we should have gone back and listened maybe i'll do and, that for next year yeah um and uh we've got what was it three six seven, 12 categories here but and you know we're, we we won't spend a ton of time but you know if something's interesting we'll talk about it here but uh first first category uh disappointment of the year and uh this can be anything that disappoints you and uh if you're listening and uh you know well you are listening obviously um please let us know uh you know if you agree disagree let us know what your thoughts are Maybe I'll uh, make a post in the uh, fight game group and uh, people can kind of give their thoughts on these. But um, the, uh, yeah, disappointment of the year, anything that disappointed you in 22, fight, a moment, anything. And um, Ryan, I'll let you start. Okay. To me, uh, you know, I, each one of these categories, I have my main one and then I have some notables just in case you think mm-hmm. of something and we can go after, after those after we both both uh but to me the disappointment of the year is we didn't have a john jones or a conor mcgregor fight the two yeah. biggest stars in the sport in the sport you know obviously conor was still recovering from the leg injury and filming roadhouse and then his whole you you saw the stuff you saw the stuff you know the whole talk whenever he was hurt last year that oh yeah he'll be back in a year which would have been july of this year but that didn't happen and then john jones just everything kind of going on with him through no fault of his own i I've talked about it a bunch of times on the show. He's been ready to fight since July. July is just, just he just, there just was never a deal that came done, came done with an opponent, mainly Stipe Miocic, and just the fact that he, that we didn't have him fight fight this year. You know, those are huge disappointments in my mind. Yeah, that would have been my first choice, and my second choice um, is also, I think, going to be my choice for news story of the year. So I won't, I won't mention it right now um so what i'll say is uh i'll I'll go with um the uh deaths and uh specifically we've had four pretty high profile ones one of them was expected um judo gene labelle you know a a few months ago these have all been in the last like quarter of the year um elias theodoro in september um anthony rumble johnson i believe in november and then just most recently on uh, christmas eve or well december 22nd we found out christmas eve uh stephen bonner and just you know that to me is was disappointing in every one of those cases all different reasons different obviously very different uh situations that led to them and and um you know different careers that they had and you know, and you, you know, one would hit you particularly hard, one hit me harder, and you know, and, and but they all hit us in different ways. And uh, to me, that was that was it. And and then just you know, just kind of going forward, the worry that I hope this isn't a trend 
but yeah. um you know that, that that's that that's it for me yeah i had i had it on my list a couple other ones i had were uh the constant continuous use of the ufc apex yes uh, yes that, that's a good one. Uh, the bad judging all year leading to lots of controversial dis- decisions and another one i had down was the yuri prochaska injury kind of leaving leaving yep. the last big ufc of the year kind of kind of like on a, as a flat show because it was this is going to be a rematch of a fight that we're definitely going to be talking about later and and honestly there was you know kind of minor and this wouldn't definitely be the disappointment of the year but in the same vein as the Petroska thing would be uh we had two weekends in a row in uh what is it was it september yeah. with uh with the two main events in july, july because july. of injury july, july was it okay it was july, july yeah, the, the uh, brian ortega and then uh tom aspinall yeah right 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 yeah yeah i just uh went over those in the uh in the yeah. series i just did with uh, josh nation yeah. on the uh, wrestling was, observer and then there was that and then yeah losing and then losing main events on days of shows and yeah yep. there was another main event that had in a uh, no, that one went that one didn't end in the first so We'll kind of gloss over that one. Yeah. Um, all right. So our next uh, our next uh, award will be the news story of the year. And uh, I'm glad you didn't mention it because it could have been a disappointment of the year as well. But yeah. for me, I think the news story of the year is this uh, gambling thing with James Krause. Um, I, you know, I, I, I just think this has the potential to be really big. There's a lot of money in gambling and it calls into question the integrity of the sport. Uh, we've seen suspensions now of fighters that uh, likely were involved with – well, they were definitely involved with Kraus, but they may have been involved in not necessarily fixing of fights, but using uh, inside information to make – to profit off of the likely results of fights. And given that one of the fighters was one of the guys betting, I mean, it makes the result a lot more likely. I, I'm not saying he threw the fight, but, um, you know, he – you know, you go in with an injury, you're not, you're basically just looking for your first excuse out of the fight. And, um, you know, and, and that's, you know, I think that's probably what happened. So, um, to me that, that is, that is the biggest news story. And, uh, and, and it's good that they, that they are take taking it seriously and, and, um, going hard on the fighters and obviously James Krause himself. And, uh, hopefully, uh, the, the authorities and the FBI and the gaming commissions and everything believe what they're doing. And, uh, and you know, this restores their integrity in, in the eyes of these people. NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan. Even if you live far away, like maybe you like the bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday ticket, your out of market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Yeah. Yeah. I had three on my list and that was one of them. And, and I knew you were going to go with that one. And I kind of left that for you being the betting guy and the ROI yeah. guy. Yeah. So to me, uh, and it's a tough time picking between two. Uh, I'm going to say all the retirements of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Of the year. Sure. I mean, we had Frankie Edgar, TJ Dillashaw, which that one might not stick. Luke Rockhold, which that one might not stick. Joanna on Chechek, that one might not stick. But uh, Donald, <laughs> Donald Cerrone, yeah. that one might not stick. Jessica I, that one will stick. If I'm talking to her, and uh, yeah, there's just so many. There, there's other ones that there's we've other ones forgotten there's, about. Yeah, yeah, there's uh, other ones. That are, Bigfoot that, Silva, yeah. I think maybe Bigfoot Silva. There's one that we're going to talk about later that just happened this weekend, this yeah. week. So. Uh, yeah, that one to me. That's a. I mean, a lot of fighters that we've that have, were big stars in the in the uh, rise of the UFC. Kind of, kind of. Uh, we know, we had a away. we had a we had a stretch there for a while where it was like every week. Yeah, um, you know, week. someone was like landing their gloves. A fleece herring. We didn't mention. Yeah. yeah. Um. There was there was another fighter from that. Uh. Not was it not Cub Swanson? He's still going, right? He's still going. Yeah. Yeah, but somebody in that ilk. That was around yeah, in I'm that trying. area. Jose Aldo. Jose, Jose Aldo. Aldo for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgot yeah. about him. him yeah. Just, just yeah, that was a big that. one. That was, and I think that one might stick, actually. Yeah, I think that one might stick, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I do feel like we need to mention in the news stories of the year the Cain Velasquez arrest. Oh, God, and, yes. Absolutely. Situation. That, that may be the biggest one, honestly. Yeah, that, I mean, all the, that one and the betting one, those are pretty big, pretty big but uh, yeah, just yeah. – the rest in the situation and then we'll see moving forward what goes on with that with with that yeah um, and i actually think um in some ways um stefan bonner passing away is is real high up there too yeah bonner you know the deaths that you mentioned yeah bonner bonner you know rumble yeah it's hard to say that one even antonio anoki didn't mention him but you know that's it's hard saying one one's bigger than the other they're all three big in my opinion for different reasons yeah yeah absolutely um all right best post-fight interview we got a lot we could choose from (laughs) um the one that sticks out to me and i mean there's probably better ones that were more impactful and maybe would have more in business but i'm never going to forget that chris curtis one um after his last fight where he did the dance and he was just rah 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 ufc it was a fight with jake collier i believe um and no, it uh, was a his last fight there was joaquin buckley was it oh no yeah. sorry not chris curtis then it's um uh, chris barnett chris barnett i always okay, get this two yeah. mixed up yeah 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 chris barnett yeah that's the one um you know the one i'm talking <laughs> about right yeah where where yeah it was just like i saw that 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 promo and i was like oh my god i watched it like over and over again i recorded it with my phone and posted it in like a group with like wrestling fans yeah. <laughs> like because i was like watch this you know and uh and and the fight itself was so much fun too um but yeah that, that to me that was yeah. the one that was and, memorable and yeah it was no, so memorable i couldn't remember his name but yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was all right right yes he and that came after you know months months after his uh I don't know if it was his wife or his long-term girlfriend had passed away and Dana White privately took care of literally Chris Barnett's life, like funeral expenses, making sure he had, you know, he had enough money to help his help with his kids and everything. And that's kind of one of those things, you know, we're going to be talking about Dana for unfortunate circumstances, but later, but uh, you know, kind of one of those things that he does under the radar that, people don't talk about talk about you know he's got his flaws but he's got his good good points 
good points too. But uh, yeah, for me on best post side interview, I have a pretty good list here, and it's tough to pick out one. I'm gonna go with the Michael Chandler one from UFC 274. Yeah, that was a money promo. That, that was, was you yeah. know calling out Conor McGregor and everybody, and talking about being the most exciting fighter fighter in the UFC, and how he'll see everybody at the top. And just that's one that you have to go back and see. Uh, that one was closely contested to me with the Hanato Moicano. One from uh, the MSG show. Oh yeah, yeah, the one where they bleeped everything. <laughs> where they bleeped everything, but he was just he was just talking about money and stakes and and Joe Rogan and, and everything and just just uh, crazy craziness and a couple others I had listed here. Uh, Patty Pimlet after he won that fight in London and he was talking about his friend who committed suicide and that's yeah being, that was my second place was being you know all over about mental health and taking care of yourselves and your loved ones that was a, thought that was a good one uh the Raul Rosas Jr. Yep. one after he won his UFC debut and he was you know asking for the post fight bonus so so he could bomb a, buy his mom a car so she could give him a ride to the ride to the gym every day. That one was a great one. And you heard me talk about this one a bunch that I personally love on a personal level, Jared Cannonier after he knocked out Derek Brunson and was pointing at data saying, give me the title shot. I'm next. Yeah. I always love that one. Yeah. And, and honorable mention will go to uh, Molly McCann every time she fought and won before Patty fought. I like she always just would get the crowd riled up, yeah. ready for that next fight. And I don't know what the hell she was saying half the time because of her thick accent, but it was just it didn't it was, matter a lot. No, no, it didn't matter. The crowd understood it, and uh, yeah, so yeah, those uh, that's my honorable mention. But yeah, all those ones you mentioned were great. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, the the Patty one um, from his uh, the the June July fight would be the one for me that would have been second place um, yeah. because that was. I mean, you know, talking about your friend and, and the, the content of what he was talking about and everything and just get yeah, the crowd just captivated, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that was that was real good. Um, OK. Up. Oh, sorry. Uh, newcomer of the year. Um, I'll, I'll let you go first. I'm, this was a tough one for me because I had four solid contenders. I'm going to go with Raul Rosas Jr. That, yeah, that, that's one of my choices. Yeah. yeah 18, 18, you know. 17-year-old fighting on the contender series and looking like a future champion at that age on that show. And then coming in on his day, UFC debut at 18 years old and submit winning by first-round submission. I mean, this kid is just has a super bright future, 6-0, and and just, I mean, the sky's the limit for that kid. Yeah, and for me, I, I mean, he's not even – hasn't even debuted in UFC yet, but – I did that. I didn't yeah. have him on the list because of the three – Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm going to go with Bo Nickel. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, I, I still think it qualifies, you know. Um, he'll, he'll also technically be eligible for, the, for this award next year. Correct. Too. Yeah, and, and maybe he'll win it twice in a row. But if it's not him, then you know who I'll go with is um, – and I, I can never remember the guy's name, but uh, the, guy, the guy that won on his 21st birthday and then went and trained after. Uh, and I can't – What's his name? Cameron Simon. Yeah, yeah, Cameron Simon, and uh, he he won his UFC debut. I think he's seven and zero now, if I'm yeah. remembering right. Yeah, um, yeah, that that'll be. And I, I mean, I'm assuming he was on your list too. He actually wasn't. I forgot about him. Oh, okay, so there, there you go. That that'll be my pick then. I'll leave Bo Neckel for next year. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. gonna go with Cameron Simon because yeah, yeah, two knockouts in you know four months. Uh, Josh Wayne King on the Contender Series, and then Stephen Kozlow at UFC 282. Um, you know, just a couple weeks ago, and I imagine, I bet you we're going to see him like again, like maybe eight, March would be my guess. Um, 
you know, hopefully, because uh, he's young and he's going to want to fight a lot. So, yeah, uh, a few uh, honorable mentions I had: Jack Della Maddalena. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Jalton Almeida and uh, Muhammad Mokayev. Oh, oh, he debuted this year, eh? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I wouldn't even. Uh, I I thought he's been around a little bit longer than that, but yeah, um, yeah. Good picks. Nobody from Bellator or PFL. But, there was, um, I mean, PFL. Nobody. I mean, all the guys that went far, or people who had been there, had been around. And then the one while. guy from Bellator, he lost his last fight. The, yeah, the, the guy mean, that maybe would have been a contender. Yeah, the other guys who, I mean, Bellator, a lot of the guys who stepped up this year, like Johnny Eblen and all that, they had been with the promotion yeah. for years. So, uh, Aaron Jeffrey, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not as good as any of the guys we mentioned. I don't no. think. I think if you hadn't mentioned Raul Rosas Jr., that would have been mine. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, all right. Upset of the year for me. I, the obvious one is, so I'll pick it. Is uh, Leon Edwards over Kamara Usman? Um, you know, I, I don't know. Betting wise, there was probably bigger upsets, but that was so high profile and. I mean, just the way it happened and, um, you know, and, and just like, I don't think anybody expected it going in. And then as you're watching it, like it just, and then when it happened, it was like, oh my God. So yeah, that, that, that'll be it for me. That's on my list. But to me, yeah. I feel like the obvious answer has to be Larissa Pacheco over Kayla Harrison. Oh yeah. Like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that has yeah. to be the, yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think she was I, like, I think Harrison was like 40 to one favorite. Yeah, At research would be my friend. Well, those odds were too high. I yeah. mean, you know, but but yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, she uh, should have been a ten to one favorite anyway. Yeah, but. yeah, but I mean, just that was to me that was the upset of the year. Another one I had on my list was the Sean O'Malley over Piotr Jan. That one was a big one too. Well, that that was a robbery. Yeah, yeah, I mean, still an upset though. True, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good one. I mean, you know, I guess we could have. I mean, well, I, Jared Gordon over Patty Pimlet, even though it, he didn't win. Yeah, he didn't win. Yeah, <laughs> but he probably should have. Um, yeah, yeah. There was, I mean, there were some good ones. I, I can't believe I didn't think of the Kayla Harrison one. That that is definitely that is definitely right. I'm glad you didn't think of that one. So yeah, yeah. Um, even uh, you know another one from PFL that I thought was uh, pretty was a pretty big upset was. Um, I'm just pulling it up here because I can't remember the name. Delano Taylor uh, over uh, Roy McDonald. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, knocking him out in the first round the way he did. And and didn't he retire too? Rory? Yeah. 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 Rory retired too, yeah. 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 Another, another name. A bunch of, bunch of big names that we got. And, and you know what? There's another one that I wouldn't be surprised if we never see him again. Like he's young, but I mean, he just always seemed like the kind of guy that, you know, probably didn't really enjoy doing this anyways. Um, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, the event of the year. A uh, lot of good choices here. I'll let you go first. I, I suspect uh, your pick might be mine, but if it's not, I'll try to come up with something else. I'm going with UFC 281 MSG. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean that just that was had everything. You had the epic. You had the epic. Uh, the epic uh, fight between Poirier and Chandler. You had the main event. To come from behind, win Alex Pereira over Israel Adesanya. He had the the other title switch, Weili, Zhang Weili over Carlos Esparza. Frankie Edgar's last fight, just incredible prelims, just incredible fights from top to bottom. And then you had it's MSG, it's the most famous yeah. arena in the world. So and I mean, you had just, the promos, you the promos, you talked about. Yeah. yeah, just everything. Uh, I'll you know I'll go with um, uh, UFC London from March. 
um that i mean yeah yeah, the espn plus show um the uh volkanov volkov aspinall main event uh that this fight was perfect i mean this show was perfect um you know like everybody that was supposed to win won pretty much um you know you had paul craig you know kind of kicking things off like you know on the prelims with the you know big win over nikita krylov and uh mr finland getting a submission over mike grundy even though it, he was a you know local favorite, I think uh, Mr. Finland's got a lot of a uh, lot of favorite, a lot of um, fans in 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 London. Ilya Tapuria, Molly McCann kicking off the main card or second fight of the main card, but with that KO and that awesome fight with Luan Carolliano, Gunnar Nelson coming back and getting a win, Patty of course, and then Arnold Allen beating Dan Hooker and Tom Aspinall submitting Alexander Volkov to to end the show. And the crowd was rabid and, you know, huge gate, $4.5 million. Um, this was, I mean, this set them up for, you know, the next show, which uh, was nearly as good. But, you know, the, the ending kind of, you know, sucked the last two fights. Um, and then, you know, I, of course, they, they kind of, I think they rolled the dice a little too too much with uh, Patty and Molly. But, um, you know, in, in November, December. But uh, I, I, I thought at the time it happened, that was, that was pretty good. I would have picked UFC 281 if you didn't. But yeah, that would be my second choice. A couple others I had. I had the other UFC. I had both UFC London shows on the list. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the uh, Fight Night in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Was, Matt Brown and uh, who did he fight in there? Bar- Barbarina? Barbarina and then yeah, Blades and Dawkins main event. Uh, UFC 275 in Singapore, and uh, oh yeah, and uh, UFC Orlando, that Orlando show that was that was headlined by Stephen Thompson and Kevin Holland. Is that the one that every single fight went to a had a uh, finish? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Um, and actually, yeah, I mean, in every one of these, I mean, I remember right when they finished, we're like, oh man, it's another contender for event of the year. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, okay. Round of the year. I'm terrible with these. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to come up with one, um, but uh, I, I'll try. Um, but uh, I'll, but I might have to let you go first. Okay. Uh, I have a pretty good list here. List okay. here. And it was tough to narrow it down to just like five on the list to choose from. Uh, to me, uh, Matt Stell and Sumu Derji, yeah. their round two of that fight. Where, where Schnell almost got finished twice and then came back and submitted Muderji. Uh, that was just an absolutely incredible round. Round that's a you know one of the best fights of the year year and just just absolutely incredible. If you if you still have not seen that fight, go back and watch that fight. Mm-hmm. So, oh well, you said yeah. Oh, so that that's your number one. That's my number one. Yeah. Okay. I'll see if you come up with something. Uh, okay. Because I can give you, I can give you one. Yeah. Um, I mean, I might need help. Um, so I have a feeling like. Uh, well, the right? one. I mean, the one that I'm going to pick is probably also going to be my fight of the year, um, even though there's an obvious choice for fight of the year. But um, right. it's the. Um, God. It, so one where you message the San Diego, um, Comain. Um, uh, Nate Landwehr and David Onama, yes, the yes. third round. Yes, yes. Yeah, that one's yes. on my list here. Yeah, so. that's that's my pick. And and yeah. honestly, and spoiler alert, that's my pick for fight of the year too. Because <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I I mean there's fights that would get higher than that because of their impact and even, you know, because of the drama and because of everything that happened, blah, 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 blah. And realistically, like if I had a ballot and I had to pick fight of the year, I'm probably picking, you know, like, you know, Tashera and uh um uh Prashaska. But 
that that fight was insane. And I mean, if you want to show a, a, a someone who has never watched MMA, show them a fight and say this is what MMA is, that's a fight I'm showing them. <laughs> like I'm sorry, and I I can't. If you don't enjoy this fight, don't watch MMA. Like that's all I can say. Yeah. Um, there's other ones like it, and I mean, it feels like every you know every couple of weeks we get like a a round, and you'll go over some of them, you know. And, and as soon as you mention them, I'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. But to me, that that Landwehr and uh, Oyama fight was just yeah ridiculous. Yeah, that was on my list of five. Uh, uh, three others that I have listed here. Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, their first, the first round of their fight. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, uh, Drew Dober and Terrence McKinney. Their uh, one round fight. That was that was another couple, and one that I'm surprised you didn't think of. The third round between Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know why I wouldn't pick that, um, and I'll tell you is because I think like it was kind of bad. Like I mean, it was it was fun. It was but compelling. It was, it was compelling as hell. But I mean, both those guys were shot, and so it was you know it was like it was like if Kimbo and Data actually had talent. Yeah, you know, like you, okay, rock, so, hole, rock hole bleeding all over the place and bleeding on Costa and just yeah. giving everything he can to try. Yes, yeah, to no, try I to mean, win it in the third yeah. round. Okay, there's one you didn't mention that I just yeah. thought of, um, and it's the one. Um, it was fairly recently, uh, maybe you'll remember, uh, where the two guys, they did a double knockdown. Yeah, that, uh, shit. One of the, uh, Chinese guy, right? Um, Ma- yeah. Maha Cherry or something? Mahashate. Is that, is it, was it the him? What's, I'm trying to think. I'm just pulling him up. Uh, no, no it was, I think it was on the Orlando show where this happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I just remember like that one being like, and then like, I mean, even when that happened, it wasn't, it, it wasn't even over yet. Like uh, it was very early in the show. Uh, no, I don't think it was that one. It was uh, a show in front of a crowd. Yeah. Cause they went nuts. Yeah. We should have prepared better. <laughs> uh Okay, let's see here. UFC, Orlando, Wiki, uh, Blakovich, show. Nope. Uh, Cannoneer Strickland, was that in front of? No, that was in the, the Apex. No, uh, uh, Trezano and Choi. That's oh, yeah, 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 that's the one. Is that is on the MSG show? Yeah. So it, it wasn't a Chinese fighter, it was a Korean fighter. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, no, that was a good one. That was on the MSG card? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. So another reason for that one to be the uh, card of the year. All right. All right. Next up, the submission of the year. Um, yeah. I mean, there's only one choice, I think. For you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it has to be Prochaska Teixeira, like, yeah. in my opinion. I'm sure there's other good ones. Like, yeah. I mean, that was the most impactful and the one that meant the most. There might be, like, ones that are more impressive. You know, that kind of came out of nowhere, and maybe you'll have remembered some of those. Yeah. Uh, Prochaska over to share is my vote, too, just because of, yeah, just circumstances around that fight and just how it finished and all and all that. A uh, couple others I had, uh, the Jessica Adraj standing arm triangle over Amanda Lemos. Lemos yeah. Was, you know, and uh, Islam Makachev submitting Charles Oliveira just because – Charles, you know, the main event of the Abu Dhabi card and Oliveira just being on that long streak and submitting everybody and then him getting submitted 
by Makachev. And another one that's kind of was under the radar, Paul Craig, uh, Nikita Krylov, when he tried yeah. to choke him. That's another one on my list here. Uh, yeah, no, all all good picks. Um, I feel like there was like one really good one on the Contender Series too that people were yeah. talking about, but I'm just I'm I was trying to find it and I couldn't couldn't think of it. I went to Tapology and had had help reminding me of some of these. That's where I am too. right now, and I'm not really finding. I can't really find the the um the the names or the um like those rankings, but uh right. Anyways, uh all right, next up, uh the knockout of the year. Um I mean the easy one to say is would be um would be would be uh Leon Edwards, the head kick. I mean um but there's like there's been some like really impressive knockouts, like one punch knockouts, you know, that kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but I, I just feel like that one, because again, you know, similar to the Usman Edwards thing, or I mean, similar to the, uh, Teixeira and uh, Prashaska thing. Like, it's just, it, it's one you kind of almost have to go with. Okay. Yeah. That's on my list. Uh, my pick though is Michael Chandler's, uh, front kick knockout of Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Like that, that was just absolutely brutal and Ferguson going out and, and just if you ever seen the picture of when uh, Chandler's foot hit Ferguson's face and the, just the way the face looked looked when it hit is just that was brutal. And then you top it off with just the post fight celebration and promo. Just to me, that was incredible. One of the all time great UFC knockouts. Edwards and Usman was was good too. So yeah, um, and just some other ones that were really good. Like I thought, Iliot Puria and and um, uh, yeah, Jai Herbert uh, was yeah. good. Molly um, McCann, Molly McCann, and uh, Luana Carolina. Yeah, 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 and uh, Pereira uh, over Strickland. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and honestly, even uh, you know, it was it was a TKO, but you know, even Pereira over um, uh, um, uh, Israel Asanya. Yeah. You know. Another- like, yeah, I mean another that, one, uh, Whaley Way over Joanna. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, the the uh, Brian Battles uh, one over um, Sato. Yeah, uh, that that's one where it would be like more impressive just to how it happened as opposed to you know like any kind of like Im- impact on the sport or anything like that. But where it just like he kind of just it was like a gunshot yeah. and uh, just just got him forty four seconds into the fight. I remember that one being really really impressed, being really really impressed with that when I saw it. Um, yeah, a lot of good ones. Um, all right, next up, the fight of the year. And I already gave you my pick, and it was just for the insanity of it. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and that would be the uh, the land where Oyanwa fight. Um, obviously, um, you know, I, I suspect I know what you're going with. Yeah, I mean, Yuri and Glover is mine. I think that's just a, that's just a, one of those – landmark UFC fights that people are going to be talking about for years and years to come. It's, you know, one of the, I think it's one of the five best fights in UFC history. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that one just, it's just thinking about to this day is just still incredible. And there was a lot of great fights. A few others I had on my list, Stephen Thompson, Kevin Holland. Yep. um, uh, Poirier and Chandler, Schnell and Sumu Darji that I was talking about, Gilbert Burns and Kamzat Chamaev. Uh, Cater and Chikadze, Landwehr Onama. Just a lot of great fights this year. Uh, Matt Brown and Byron Barbarena. Yes, for me. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a real big one. Um, 
And uh, even, um, uh, you know, I'll go back to uh, Adesanya and Pereira again, like just yeah. compelling because like yeah. every, you just couldn't stop watching because like, you know, something could happen at any moment. And, and uh, you know, those kind of fights are very compelling. Um, and even more recently, um, the, um, uh, the uh, was it, uh, D- Duplessis and Till, was it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a real good fight um you know just a couple weeks ago uh so yeah a lot of great a lot of great picks there um all right female fighter of the year it's a tough one i i think i don't know um uh, okay i'm gonna let you go first because i i want to go first for the men so (laughs) um to to me this one is very clearly uh zong way lee to another year had the incredible knockout of Joanna and then just dominating Carlos Sparza to get the strawweight title back. I mean, to me, I feel like, I mean, there's been some good, but there's been some good showings from some women this year, this year, but her two fights came in the highest profile situations. So that, that, that puts it over the top for me with her. Yeah. I, I mean, I, that's hard to argue. Um, yeah, it's not really a, it's not really an argument. I no, and that would have probably been my pick women. too. Yeah. I'm just trying to come up with even an alternative. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, Aaron Blanchfield, you know, had a good year. Um, Larissa Pacheco, obviously getting the big win over, um, and that wasn't her only win. I mean, she won that tournament, so um, you know that's something. And even um, uh, what's her name, um, Liz Carmouche, yeah. you know, in Bellator. Had a good year. Also had a man in Fioro on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Contender. Yeah, um, you know, finally, you know, getting a contender at that in that division. Um, and even somebody that you know lost, but um, was you know had a much better performance than anyone thought she would have is um, uh, trying to pull her up here. Alia Santos. Yeah, you know, I thought was you know she she lost to Valentina Shevchenko, but she had a really good fight, and uh, you know I, I wouldn't necessarily fight of the year, but you know it's it's tough, you know, with women, they're they have the top fifty fighters of the year on uh, topology, and I think like three of them are women. Yeah, so, I mean like, a lot of the a lot of the hope, high profile women, you know, your Nunezes, your Shevchenkos, oh, they only fought once this year, so it's kind of yeah, yeah, and and of... wasn't terribly impressive. Yeah, you know, no, no. um, you know the the ones that are fighting a lot are in in the minor organizations. Um, you yeah. know, even Ferro, you you talk about like she she fought twice, but they were both, you know, both decisions, and they were good. And you know, she was good, but yeah. Um, all right, and then for men, I I I think it's I think it's got to be uh, Alex Pereira. It um, is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, two you know three wins, two by KO, wins the title from the you know the goat, or what everyone thought was the goat. Um, there, there are some good contenders though, um, you know, Islam Akhachev, uh, Volkanovski, some other ones you're going to come Ed, up with, I'm sure. Edwards. Edwards, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, I would have a hard time voting for Edwards just because, like, you know, he had the he had the knockout, but he got beat for four and a half rounds before that, and that's all he fought in 2022. He so. still beat the guy who was he the did. number one pound-for-pound pound fighter in, in the world. True, true. But, I mean, I would – I might go with uh, you know some undercard guys that you we might not talk about um, uh, Jamal Hill, mm-hmm. um, you know a couple KO wins Arnold Allen, uh, Curtis Blades, just kind of going down the list here. Yeah, I have a hard time with the, with Allen and Blades just because uh, Allen was the other one that I was trying to think of who won by a 
injury in the first round. True. True. Yeah. 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 That's true. Um, I mean, <laughs> you know, some Patty Pimblett is ranked number twenty on this on this list I'm looking at, and he I mean, three, he went three and zero during the year. He did, but he he of, lost the last fight. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Excuse I, me. You know, there's the, I think there's some uh, you know there's some better fighters here. I mean, yeah. The thing about thing about this year is outside of those high profile ones that we've been brought up, a lot of guys who fought this year who fought multiple times. They won and they lost, so yeah. it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to narrow it down. But Pereira, to me, is an obvious choice. I mean, start of the year unranked and is the UFC and is a UFC champion. That's you want a, an undercard guy that nobody's going to vote for, but he's got a damn good case. Yeah, Drew Dober. Yeah, yeah. I mean, three knockouts: <laughs> Terrence McKinney, Rafael Alves, yeah. and Bobby Green. Like that's not bad. <laughs> You know, um, there's there's a lot of fighters that people are going to vote for that had a worse year than than Drew Dober. Um, you know, yep. I, yeah, I, I like I like Dober as a, as a kind of a um, an oddball pick. And you know what? Maybe I'm going to give him like, or you know what? I think for the Observer Awards, we only get to pick one. So if I could pick three, I might put him number three on my list. Just I think you pick three on that. If you can pick three, then I'm putting him number yeah. three on my list for sure. Um, I, I definitely obviously going to go with, um, I'd probably go, um, uh, with, with, uh, Pereira, then Makachev, and then I'll put Dober number three. Okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, so that's our, that's our awards and, uh, you can let us know what you thought, uh, you know, on Twitter or, um, you know, we'll put it up on the Facebook group or, you know, send us some DMs, whatever. These are always fun to do. And, uh, I, I think we covered everything. I don't think there's any glaring admissions, but if there is, yeah. I'm sure people will let us know. You do your research, so I'm sure. I, I, uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to, you know, come up with like tw- twenty categories. Like, like I think Ariel's doing like twenty six categories. Oh my on god! The show on Wednesday. Yeah, but he goes for like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the ITC question of the week, and you left this up to me. I have and, no idea what's coming at me. No, here, and so. and I'm gonna actually give you a hard one. Okay. Um. So we're recording this on Monday night and uh, you'll be listening probably on Tuesday. And obviously the big news of the day was um, what happened on Monday night football. And um, what, what's, um, what's the guy's name? Damar Hamlin. Yes. Um, you know, do we, do we have an update on how he's doing? Uh, I have not looked since, okay. since we started recording. Okay. But last we'd heard, last I heard was he was in uh, critical condition. He was in critical condition. He had a pulse, but he was needing assistance to breathe. So my question for you is um, something like this happens in MMA. Not what would you do? What do you think they would do? What do I think they would do? Yeah. Uh <laughs> Do you think they would stop the show or do you yes. think they would you do? Okay. Yes. The show's canceled. We're done. We're That's done. It? We're done for the night. We're done for the night. We'll come back another day. We'll reschedule these fights. Okay. Okay. And and is that what you would do as well? That's what I would do, 100%. Okay. Um this came up uh no, was 100%. I don't think this one you leave in the you leave in the hands of the fighters. You can't yeah. because the fighters yeah. would want to fight. I thought in the NFL situation tonight they should they should have like 
ask the players first. How yeah, and we and we disagreed do. with that. And I don't yeah. want I don't really want to debate it because I don't think. Yeah, neither do I. There's I, no. I, I think you I think you ask them how they feel first. Yeah, and then and then you decide from there. Decide yeah. from there because and maybe I mean okay so if you're gonna I do mean, that I, I think mean there, obvious, needs, the there obvious, needs to be some judgment into like you yeah. ask them and then you listen to the answer and you listen yeah. to how they're answering yeah. and even if they you say yes. Them, yeah. If you get the sense that they're saying yes because they think they you want them to say yes, but they really don't want to, then you overrule what they yeah. say. Here's the deal, and I was bringing up you listen, you yeah. you ask the players first, and you listen listen to them first. And I said that knowing that 99% of them and 99% of the time in this situation, they're going to say no. But at the same time, you need to give the player the players yeah. the respect to be be the ones that and I'm that, I would just be first, that make the first choice. I would just be worried. I would just be worried that the players might think that their owners, their coach, their other play, their teammates would want them to continue. So they would say yes, but they really don't want to. You know what I I mean? So I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any when it comes to NFL players. I don't think there's any pressure on them in in this situation. And this was also an unprecedented situation happening tonight. So so yeah, I mean, and there's no playbook. There's yeah, no it's, the the playbook says the commissioner makes the makes the decision. But it, yeah, and it's if you're hard, relying on Roger Goodell, to it's hard to say. And, and I and I said you ask the players first to get their opinions, knowing knowing that ninety nine point nine percent of them are going to say no, we don't want to play. But you have to get you have to be able to show the players the respect because yeah. you know it's a union it's a union thing too, union thing too. You have to be yeah. able to show that okay, we actually care about your opinion. And of course, if all the players are going to say no, there's no way they're going to they're going to play play. And if they say yes, I mean, then you let the commissioner decide decide it's just like should we really? You know, I've you seen know. this happen in other sports. Yeah. Um it's happened in hockey, it happened in soccer, and every time I think it happened in baseball too. Um every time the game was immediately stopped. And sometimes it was rescheduled. Sometimes it was just canceled. I think baseball, you do, you do 162 games. You can, you don't need the game. 95% of the games don't matter. Um, NFL is a little different because of the short schedule and, and the, the, and especially this week, everybody was just like, like reschedule, like, like it's, it's, it's impossible for the NFL to reschedule a week set week 17 game. It's impossible. Possible. Your choices are suspending it like they did, like they did, or just, you know, and what was, what do they do? do? Do we know what they're doing yet? Like are uh, they, they, they tomorrow, just or? they just suspended it, and okay. like I said, I haven't I haven't looked at my phone since we started recording almost right. an hour ago. So or since we got together almost an hour ago, go. Yeah. So I don't know the actual actual final choice. And to me, I was saying cancel it, call it a tie, and just just you know at this point, like both these teams are in the playoffs. Playoffs, yes, it'll affect seating. At the end of the day, I don't. I think those are that should be the last thing that those two teams. Yeah worry about yeah no. i mean the option that i saw was you know you have that one week that might as well be a bye week um with the pro bowl i mean if they had to they could that, just but push that's, everything back but a week, that's but, uh, but no, you, you can't do that because of tv contracts true yeah absolutely. tv contracts yeah 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 fox fox has nascar going on on that on that sunday oh it's yeah impossible. Right. yeah it's impossible yeah, right. so they can they can't they can't it's too late in the season you know so yeah. you have to you have to do you know uh, you have to just like yeah, I said, just, that's where you leave it in the players' hands. If they want to say, yep. if they say, uh, uh, you know, we won't, we'll, we'll play tomorrow, and then you give them that option too. Yeah, that's that's definitely an option. I could honestly see that possibly. Yeah, we yeah, like we'll we're not in the middle state to do it tonight, tonight, and we want to know how he is, and we're yeah. willing to play tomorrow. 
tomorrow. And honestly, um, you know, you know yeah. and if the worst case scenario happens overnight, you don't play. Then, then you just yeah. cancel it outright. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had a situation like this in MMA when Data 5000 died in the middle of a fight, but luckily he, he walked out under his own power. He so. did. Yeah. 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 I mean, um, like I said, it's an <laughs> unprecedented situation. Yeah. And I felt every time we've seen somebody, like we saw it earlier this year, that one Bills game where the, where yeah. the, the safety he got, he got his head nearly taken off and, and, but I mean, he was moving. So they were like, okay, we can, yeah. we can go on this, you know. Well, it's just a couple of years ago, a player in the NHL, um, he, uh, he collapsed on the bench and they had to give him CPR and uh, they, they just, the game was canceled. That was it. Yeah. And, um, and then they ended up, I think they replayed it later in the season. Um, he, he ended up being fine. He was out, out for a, a long time. But he eventually came back. I, I don't remember his name. People listening might remember. Um, yeah. But I do remember that happening. And then there's been times when there's been deaths, and they've just canceled in those yeah. cases. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure if uh, Hamlin had been, you know, been breathing whenever they yeah. took him away, the game would have went on. So it's probably yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, that was so scary. I'm glad. I'm glad I wasn't watching. Yeah, like, it's, and it's like I said, like I'm like I'm a big proponent. Like in this situation, is you let the players decide, make the. You let them make the first decision, and then you go from what they they decide, and ultimately you let the commissioner make the final call. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, next up, we have to talk about. And we got bold predictions for twenty twenty three, and I guess we're each going to come up with five, yeah. um, and we're doing these on the fly. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I guess uh, I guess I'll go first. Okay. And uh, my my uh, my first bold prediction is going to be that um, uh, UFC is going to have a record year on pay per view. Okay, that's my number one. What's okay. your number one? Uh, first one on my list: uh, Conor McGregor fights twice in 2023, wins both fights, setting himself up for a title shot in early 2024. Well, that would if that happens, then my pick is pretty likely too <laughs> if he yeah. fights twice in the that's year a, like I yeah. said, these are bold predictions these yeah are, this is stuff that you that you would be like if if it's a these are like almost like dream scenarios that's what bold predictions are you don't yeah. expect you expect them maybe you expect maybe one out of the five to actually come true right okay so number two um uh patty pimblet does not win a fight in 2023 okay Right, number two. Like I said, I'm coming up with the fly with these on the fly. I only had two thought of, so that was my first one. Number two, uh, AJ McKee leaves Bellator and signs with the UFC. Okay, well then, in that same vein, and, and I had this anyways. Uh, Kayla Harrison uh, at some point during the year announces that she is signing with UFC, and they book a fight between her and Amanda Nunez. Okay. Number three, uh, at least two fighters. Who retired this year? Fight, fight again in twenty twenty three. Well, that's not very bold. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I said, uh, at least, I said at least two. You know, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, here, here, I'll, I'll make it more bold. At least three. Okay. All right. At least three. That's a bold. Two. All right. Uh, I will go with um, that. Another. The the UFC has another high profile gambling situation that they end up having to deal with at some point yeah, in the year. That's that's your number four. Yeah. Okay. Number four for me. Sean O'Malley ends twenty twenty three as a UFC bantamweight champion. Hmm, that's a good one. 
number five. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing for the fences here. Uh, at some point during the year, George St. Pierre either fights or has agreed to fight. Okay. That's a good one. Number five for me. I didn't want to go all negative. Yeah. Number five. I'm trying to think of one. A. Let's see. Number five. I'm trying to think of one. I have a good one that I don't think will happen, but I kind of want to say it. Uh, (laughs) Bellator will either be be sold or shut down by the end of 2023. That I actually had that one that I was going to do, and I didn't because I didn't want to say it. (laughs) I was trying to say I was trying to think PFL or Bellator. Yeah, no, I think PFL is. I think that I think those mobsters have a good thing going with their yeah. money laundering, and they don't really want that to go anywhere. I was, uh, was going to say, I was going to say, say, I say that a, a, major, a major MMA promotion, yeah, either yeah. either is either sold or folds. I'll, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a bonus one. Yeah. Uh, uh, someone from AEW or uh, WWE will have an MMA fight, uh, or be scheduled for an MMA fight in 2023. Okay. Either male or female doesn't matter. Just an MMA fight doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be UFC or yeah. or Bellator, although could be I could a, see Bellator could be, doing it. Could be an LFA show somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just somebody, you know, as as a gimmick or whatever. I mean that that we had almost had that with um, what's his name, Jack Gallagher. Um, he, he did he was, fight. He did fight, but he wasn't in WWE anymore no. when he did. But I think when he first agreed to it, he was still under contract to them. But then they fired him uh, because of the. Uh, the speaking out stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. So there's our bold predictions. We'll see. I, I bet you we're, you know, we're going to, at least a couple of those things are going to come true. We should, uh, I should go back and write these down and find out at the end of the year. Um, all right. We do have news. And uh, the first news was something that broke today. Um, I don't know if they had it first, but the story I'm looking at right now is on MMA fighting. TMZ um, had it. TMZ had it. Okay. So yeah. this is just a thing, but it's Dana White. And uh, why don't you kind of tell us what happened with Dana and his wife? Yeah. It's yeah, from him, New Year's Eve, right? Yeah, him and his wife had their own power slap fight oh. on New Year's Eve in a bar in a bar in Mexico. Uh, they were both drunk, apparently. There's video. There's video of it. They were both drunk. Uh, they were apparently arguing as, you Looks know. Looks like they had a strip club. <laughs> they were at a club, though. It wasn't, it was not a strip club, but those. The you know those are the kind of those are how clubs in Cabo look. Oh, okay, so, all right. So nightclubs in Cabo look, but yeah, yeah. They I guess they whatever happened. They were in a disagreement or something. Uh, she slapped him first, and he slapped her a couple times in response, and, and like hard. Yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, she goes down. Like yeah, I'm watching and, it right now. Yeah, that's and, bad. Uh, they have both come out and said that. That this has never happened before, before, and that they were both drunk and stupid, and they, you know, she she was taking blame, he was taking blame, blame. Uh, yeah, I don't want to get into 
past rumors and all that innuendo, you know, past rumors, allegations, all that, you know, there's plenty of story stories out there. It's hard to say what's true, what's not, not true because, but this is like, this is in the limelight right now. And, uh, yeah, they talked about how, you know, they wanted to get ahead of the story and mainly they were worried about their kids. They've been married for 30 years now. I've been together for like 35 yeah. 35 there's a long relationship long relationship and uh it's just, but it's just bad for dana who yeah. has always been very pro support of uh domestic violence and saying that a man should never put his hands on a on a woman you know he said like they said they both say this first time it's ever happened you want to give them the benefit of the doubt you yeah. always want to give people the benefit of the benefit of the doubt and uh you know i do kind of wonder if uh if anything's going to happen from if Disney responds and says he needs to step aside for a while, I do wonder if this is going to, he's all over. He and his name is all over that power slap league, which is supposed to yeah. debut next Wednesday, next Wednesday. And, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean the power slap league and yeah. then, you know, and then you see this, um, yeah, there's already been speculation, speculation from people that, that, uh, TBS Warner, Warner brothers discovery may postpone it. You just don't know yet. So yeah, uh, I guess we'll find out very, we'll soon. find out very soon, very soon. And I would say, I would say Dana's probably lucky that this story kind of came out as the, as the bills thing happened because it's kind of getting, flying under the radar right now yeah a little bit you know not a lot you know there's no but he's got his he's got his critics and they're not gonna let this go yeah he's got his critics you know you know they've you know there's yeah it's just it's not good it's not a good situation tmz also has a statement from his wife as well and she just kind of confirmed she said dana and i've been married for 30 years to say this is out of character for him is an understatement nothing like this has ever happened before unfortunately we were both drinking too much things got out of control on both sides we talked this through as a family and apologized to each other i just hope people will respect our privacy for the sake of the kids and uh you know and that's that's true too although like he's i think he's their kids are growing up now, right? Um, I think the youngest one's seventeen still. Okay, okay, so he's still at home. Yeah, I remember because the the one had his twenty first birthday. The, and, the daughter, the yeah. daughter, I think is still seventeen. Okay, but still, you know, you you kind of want to take it easy on the, on those a bit. So yeah. All right, uh, and then we had some uh, actual news before all this. Um, Jeff Neal's injured. Yeah, Jeff Neal. He's uh, hurt the fight with Shavkat Rachmanov, which was supposed to be. On January fourteenth, the first UFC of the year, the, the fight that many people thought should be should have been the main event of that Dang. show. Thank goodness it wasn't the main event yeah. because it's off. Uh, Neil is injured. Uh, Rachmanov is pulled from the card because it looks like Neil's not going to be out very long okay. from it. And of course, nobody's going to fight Shavkat Rachmanov on on you know two weeks' notice. There's some people that said they would. Brian Barberina said they would, but. But UFC is not going to not going to risk that. So, uh, are there any uh, any of these shows coming up that don't have a main event yet? Uh, there's a show in February that uh, February 25th. I don't think it does yet. So that might be a good, that uh, March be 11th. Good. March 11th doesn't yet. So it, yeah, though either of those might be March you know, 25th doesn't yet. I, I would book I this. I would book this for a five rounder. But you yeah, know. I could see it. I could see it. I could see March 11th being a possibility. Yeah, is that, I don't, is that we don't know where that one is yet. That one's at the uh, the Apex, the Virgin Hotel. Oh, the Virgin Hotel. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd yeah. be good for the Virgin Hotel. Yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, yeah, because I don't, I don't see that one 
headline in San Antonio, not a no. not a not an arena that they're trying to get twelve thousand people to. No, that's not a that's not a uh, a fight that's going to sell tickets. Um, Kate, this is weird, and I again every fight selling tickets. <laughs> true, true. Uh, Demir Ismagulov retired. Now yeah. he now he was very unhappy about uh, the decisions that have been going on, right? Well, he just no, he only lost one fight. The okay, Sarukian. Oh, you know, right, right. On the seventeenth, on the seventeenth, and that was a very clear Sarukian win. Right. But he had he had been he was what like twenty four and one before that. Yeah, who is it that I'm mixing up with? There's one of the Russian That's fighters that Saga Zumagulov. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. so so what's going on with uh, with the man? He he cited uh, health concerns. Oh. Health concerns. I mean, he was he was a guy who was cutting a bunch of weight to make 155, and he had missed missed a few times. I guess you could always say go to 170, but maybe yeah. the cutting to 155 damaged him and all the, and yeah. all that. But he just suddenly retired, like like literally announced it on on a random Instagram post Sunday morning. Sunday morning wow. caught everybody by surprise. So, so yeah, I mean, number twelve in the lightweight, UFC lightweight rankings, twenty four and two, five and one. We were yeah. talking about him just a couple of weeks ago. How great of a fighter he was. Now the fight with Sarukin was really good, and those are two guys that nobody wants to fight. So, it just yeah, kind of that's, just, that's it was shocking. Just, just, um, yeah, shocking sudden sudden retirement. Yeah. How, how old is he? I don't have it in front of I want to. I want to say like thirty-one or something. Uh, I just, I just had him up here. I should have checked when I had him. Uh, yeah, thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, there's. Hopefully, I mean, he's okay and uh, he um, he he leads a good. Life. Hey, another fighter that retired this year. I don't think we mentioned Zabit. Yeah, Zabit. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Luke Rockhold. Uh, I mean, we kind of hinted on this earlier. Yeah, he's teasing uh, he, coming. He's coming back. I think he's coming back. He. We, yeah. we talked about a couple weeks ago because a couple weeks ago he started starting tease, tease, and now he's teasing more. He was he posted a video or a picture of him uh, doing a New Year's Day sparring, sitting on a tire, having gloves on, you know, and just saying, you know, maybe 2023. I'm back. I'm back. You know, uh, you know, it's got to be yeah. Weidman, right? That's the, that's the fight. That's the perfect yeah. fight for both those guys. Yeah. Both those guys. So yeah. And Weidman's probably ready, you know, soon. I would yeah. think. I mean, it's been almost two years. Yeah. 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 So, um, all right. And then the last one, I actually knew about this one. Um, Sarah McMahon uh, is so now signed with Bellator. Now I'm surprised because she had um, the fight with lad was postponed a couple times. And so I assume she had fights on her contract, but was it one of those deals where they? So, so the la- the last fight with Lad, Lad missed weight, and and uh, McMahon got her show money because she made weight. She made so weight, and, and that fight was canceled. That counts as as a fight, as okay. a fight, and it, it can count on if it, I think it's like if it's the last fight on your contract, you can claim that I want to test free agency afterwards. And plus, I don't really think the UFC was cramming to keep her because yeah. I mean, she's what 42, almost 43, 43. She's two and three in her last five. Yeah. Granted they need one thirty fivers, but she's not somebody she's, she's not somebody who's going to be fighting for very much longer. Longer, no, and, and, and she's if, not going to be know, a title contender. So. All she's going to be doing, I mean, you know, the worst thing that could happen for them would be you put her up against, you know, like Aaron Blanchfield or something. Or like she, she bantamweight. 
she's nice feels flyweight flyweight but i mean you put her up against like a rising bantam bantamweight yes. contender and then she beats her and then yeah, you're like oh exactly. crap now we got to do mcmahon and nunez and nobody cares about that yeah um she surprisingly she never oh no she did fight nunez yeah in 2015 yeah um was that was that before she before won before, new, before nunez was champion yeah 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 so she the only time she ever got a title shot was against rousey right yeah yeah I was, yeah i was just, i was at that show that was an interesting show yeah, yeah, one 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 minute six seconds. Yeah. Uh, UFC one seventy February of twenty fourteen. Oh, that was the one, right? That was on uh, during the or just after the Olympics ended, mm-hmm. and the gimmick was you had the two Olympians fighting in the top two fights, and people yeah. were pissed off because uh, Rousey was headlining over Cormier or Rory. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's stupid, but. Yeah. yeah, Cormier was supposed to fight, supposed to fight Rashad Evans, but Evans got hurt, and yeah. I get Patrick Cummins from from a Starbucks barista, yeah. you know, into yeah. the co-main event, and he talked his way, and you know, and then and then Cormier knocked him out in like a minute twenty. Yeah. Uh, but Cummins, Cummins, you know, made a UFC career out of it. He he had a he had a, I would say just a decent, you know, he a, you know five hundred UFC career, but you know, out of talking his way into into it, so. He had some good fights. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, looking at that card, we had uh, Aljamain Sterling, uh, yeah. you know, Stephen Thompson, Robert Whitaker. Uh, yeah. You know, that, that was a big, you know, uh, surprising fight, actually. Uh, Whitaker lost. Um, ended up wanting to end up moving to middleweight after that. But, yeah. Uh, it's one of the shows you kind of look, look back at who was on the card, and it's like, wow, there's a lot a lot of guys who are bigger names these yeah, you know, right. All that you know. I remember that that card very very well though because I I uh, you know I was I was super into Rousey at the time yeah. so I was curious about how that was going to do and that's right around the time I started you know, kind of you know like kind of covering stuff you know right. and getting not necessarily paid for it but you know officially covering it for like the observer and stuff. Yeah, I was at this show and I vividly remember it because I did an eight fight parlay that hit. I think it was eight fights. Oh, nice. around there. Seven, eight, nine, somewhere around there. Nice, nice. Uh, all right, we got some fight announcements. Uh, nothing earth shattering, but there's a few. Yeah, there's a few. Uh, UFC 284 in Australia. Uh, nice welterweight fight. Jack Della, Madalena against Randy Brown. That's a, it's a really good fight. Yeah, now our nominee for newcomer of the year. Yeah, uh, UFC 285. March fourth in Vegas, Derek Brunson. He's a uh, he's walked back his kind of retirement talk. He was talking about having one more fight being done, but I think he signed a new UFC deal and all that. And said he's ready hmm. to fight some more, but he's fighting Dracus to play C on that show. Wow, so that's a uh, that's dangerous. I I just I I hope because uh, Dracus is like a guy that honestly could be fighting for a title in a year. Yeah, um, but, but Derek Brunson, Brunson could stop that. Uh, yeah. Brunson can stop that, but Brunson's also a guy. If you're going to fight for a title and be in that contendership, you got to beat him. You got to beat him. Yeah. So, so it's a big fight for both guys. Uh, UFC Fight Night, March 11th, there at uh, the Virgin Hotel. Rafael Sunsal gets Kyler Phillips in a bantamweight fight. It's a really solid fight. Uh, We talked about Sean Brady and Michelle Pajero last week. Uh, UFC 287, uh, April. (laughs) Excuse me, April 8th. The the first fight on that card. That's coming out is a bantamweight fight. Rob Font against Adrian Yanez. That's a big fight, right there. Do, no idea where that one is yet. No, Probably uh, Florida. No idea. I've uh, no idea. I mean, I heard a rumor of Brooklyn, but it, even that's not solid. So that's what? That's three three pay per views in five weeks. No, it's it's more than that. More than five. It's uh, what? 
No, because we got two eighty five. Six weeks. Uh, no, you, five. you have you have two eighty five on the fourth, and then so that's week one. Week two's off. Then week three is a. Oh, no. oh you're, right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. they're five weeks apart, but six weeks total. Yeah, six weeks total. Three and yeah. six weeks. Yeah. yeah, that's tough though. That's a lot of money. Tough though. Um, yeah. At at eighty bucks a pop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So they better have a good main event for that one. Um, all right. So that is that is going to do it for our first show of 2023. Um, we uh, we we got a lot accomplished there. We gave out some awards. We made some predictions. We we even had a little bit of news. Uh, we had some uh, social conscience discussion with um, with the, uh, you know, what would you do kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a good show, Ryan. I got one more of these uh, before I take a break. Uh, so I'll be I'll be back next week with uh, previewing the first show of uh, of the year. And then uh, then I'll be I'll be in Disney World for two weeks, but I'll be back for the show two weeks from now we'll just be doing it a little bit later and then in the meantime i still got to work on somebody to fill in for me or you said you might even do it yourself but um but yeah we'll, we'll there'll be a show either way um but uh yeah so you can just keep stay tuned check our twitter uh check check the feed everything but the, you, you know just sign up for the feed and uh, if you haven't already please consider signing up for the fight game media patreon at patreon.com backslash fight game media get all your pro wrestling boxing mma pop culture all that good stuff and it helps keep keep our our show going as well so uh so ryan uh you got nothing to plug eh you're not you're, you're off I'm, right? I'm, I'm, st- I'm still spending my spare time i'm doing a little prep for prep for ufc shows coming up you all know, right I see you've been. Uh, are you still doing the gimmick with the um, uh, where you're reviewing movies? Yeah, I'm just having a little bit of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out Ryan's Twitter with his uh, yeah, movies that he's I'm reviewing. I'm not annoying anybody. Annoying anybody. I just I've uh, I've been for the last few years when I've been watching movies, I've been keeping track of what I've been watching just because yeah. I own like I I have nefarious ways of owning movies. I'll put you that way. <laughs> yeah, that way. I I don't think I'm you know breaking any no know, no i'm not gonna i'll do it i mean i get them from netflix and i make copies of them and i probably yeah. Got, yeah. got over a thousand movies and my goal my goal sometime has been to watch every movie that i have and i've been keeping a list of a list of them and then that letterboxd app it's like oh you know let's just throw some reviews i'm bored yeah, yeah. something to do otherwise yeah, you're a writer so yeah, I mean, I'm not even actually writing reviews of them. I'm just giving them star ratings. Basically. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Basically, it's a. I mean, if I wasn't doing that, people would wonder wonder where I'm at because I want to be posted on social media. That's no. just how I'm just kind of just kind of stepping away. I'm my spare time has been spent playing out of the park baseball. Which if yeah. you if you like baseball and you like Sims and you've never played that, I am addicted to that game. So, yeah, you you got me into that when um, when my PS4 went down a couple of years ago, yeah. and I bought it and I played it for a while. And yeah, I got my I PS4 get, back. And yeah, I, I got into it, I got into it during the pandemic because yeah. there was literally and we're all everybody's sitting at the house yeah. all day, and there's no sports going on and nothing going on. There was no UFC for two months. There was nothing going on. I was like, what the hell are we gonna do? So I started watching movies and playing OTP. So I'm kind yeah. Of just, no, highly recommended from both of yeah, us. Yeah. And uh, me, I got just the uh, the Dynamite show on on this very network. Um, I also did a, 
uh, not really a guest appearance, but on the Power Bombshells on the uh, on the Fight Game Media YouTube channel, I recorded a little song for them uh, for their show. Uh, they had a thing talking about their favorite things of 2022. So I just I did a little uh, a song of you know the the, the old uh, Sound of Music song, my favorite thing, uh, my favorite things, and I just uh, did it with lyrics that were tailored to their show, and they they got a real kick out of it. So you can check that out uh, if you want to hear me make a fool out of myself. Um, so. Uh, so for Ryan, uh, this is this is Paul and uh, Ryan. Take us home like you always do. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. Have a great week. Enjoy your week, everyone. Later. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.